Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a shh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney you're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney here with you. And uh, today we're going to talk about a story that, well, it's a, there's a bunch of stories going on right now that's buzzing around the world of golf. And it has to do with this uh, World Golf League, Premier Golf League. It's had like three names already. Uh, but it is a it is a big, big, big story. Now, it's a, a different concept, a worldwide tour. Uh, it is really competition for the PGA Tour. It has the, the attention of everybody at, at uh, PGA Tour headquarters. And uh, it's got a lot of... Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's got a lot of uh, people thinking about it, and I'm certainly one of them. I mean, I, I love what I'm hearing about it. Uh, they're talking about having 48 players, 18 events, all the best players playing more often together, which would be 18 events they're going to have. Uh, so there's a lot of, lot of intriguing stuff about this World Golf Tour. Now, uh, could they get this all put together? Well, 
uh, I guess time will tell and we'll see. But it comes at an interesting time because the television contracts are all being uh, negotiated right now. They haven't been signed, uh, but they're negotiated for the PGA Tour. And obviously, if this would happen, it would uh, turn that on its on its head. So one person that knows, I think, the most about this is my friend uh, Jeff Shackelford. Uh, he's posted, I don't know how many different uh, blog posts on his uh, jeffshelkford.com, which, which, by the way, is my go-to website. You want to know golf information and uh, get a little uh, entertainment value too, uh, jeffshackelford.com. So he's got about four or five stories on, on this already. He's got uh, a premier golf league answers, many questions. And, and Jeff's really the one that broke this story first. I mean, he's, he's been hearing about this for a, a while and we've all heard kind of rumors of this, but the next thing you know, uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, catching on. So, I mean, there's just one story right after another on jeffshuckford.com, uh, Phil Mickelson's comments, Rory McIlroy's comments, all the guys are getting asked now. Uh, the whole uh, kind of press release that the uh, Premier Golf League uh, people sent out that answers a bunch of questions and then just a lot of uh, speculation. So anyway, uh, my guest today is Jeff Shuckford, and we're going to talk about this new premier golf league. All right, Jeff, uh, the world's golf league, uh, the premier golf league, the, how, how many names has this had already? Uh, well, actually, technically it's, it's four because you had the world golf series, uh, tour de force, which is what I was uh, referring to it as with any people I contacted. Then they came out with their notice this week that it's the premier golf league, but then they said it's really to be called the league. So, okay. I've got four names. Which name you like the best? I actually like tour de force. I, I feel I, a lot of people feel that's really dated and lame and weird. And I, I, I kind of liked it. Premier golf league. I, I don't understand how they don't get sued by the premier league. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little, well, I mean, a world golf tour. I don't know. Anyway, it, it all, it all sounds good. Explain the, you, you're the one that's broke this whole story really. Now, um, it seems like you're the only one that's touching this. What, what's that all about? Well, it's a sensitive topic. It's a complicated topic for a lot of people to wrap their head around. And then it's just not something that, uh, a lot of people believe has any, realistic merit of of happening and i i think that's naive i think it's already just being out there um now publicly has kind of allowed some other people to weigh in and you'll if you really step back from it i don't think people will ever look at pro golf the same way ever again who who follow it closely and have read about it um, but in a nutshell they see issues with uh the way the pga tour has expanded and, and a little bit the European tour as well. And they are trying to off, offer a way that allows top players to have more opportunities to play together uh, under a uh, sort of refreshed mindset of looking at the way the game has uh, gotten bloated, both in field size and the length of the day, um, the length of tournaments. Yeah, And then, you know, they're very heavily... Uh, backed by people on um, the other side of the Atlantic who are very familiar with with uh, kind of the dramatics that go with with football teams, Formula One, and are very in, involved in, and in loving the Ryder Cup and seeing how the Cup events have worked in golf. 
and I think, uh, although I don't really really remember reading anything to this extent, but I I, I believe they're tapping into uh, a feeling that 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 a younger generation is more attracted to team sports in general, and that individual sports are are less attractive. And and my kind of my basic sampling would would back that up that things like the PGA Junior League and uh, just in, in tennis is pursuing some uh, going back to maybe reconsidering its old team tennis format. So they're tapping into all those things. And then ultimately though, it's, it's certainly about money and, and they've also tapped into a, an underlying sense that, that you know more about than, than I do, I think, because you've been around these top players more. I really never have gotten the sense that they feel underpaid. But even Rory McIlroy, who who really isn't a guy about the money anymore, that slipped into his comments when, yeah, when he we asked him about it. So yeah. they're 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 going as as he said they they are uh, going after these little things that the, that that these these exposures these little openings and cracks and they've capitalized on that. And to their credit, they're very organized. They spent many years talking to people, and now. According to the commissioner in an email to the players tonight um, that I've, I've been told and seen um, also on Twitter mentioned, they have been given a very large influx of um, cash on top of the investors they already had from um, it, it would appear some somewhere in Saudi Arabia, which is oh, really? to be hosting a golf tournament this week. So this is a, this is a new development. It is. Um, I mean, I, I had a good sense that that was kind of the most recent piece yeah. of uh, the puzzle that the kingdom or somebody representing them has mm-hmm. injected a uh, billion dollars. And oh, wow. the commissioner came right out and, and didn't give that that dollar figure, but but invoked Saudi Arabia to the players in the in the email. And um, so I assume that's his way of trying to suggests that the money is uh is is somehow tainted or dirty uh and uh, they are going on the offensive as well and they are going to um fight this because really the the future of the pga tour is at, at stake well you know okay so their proposal you know as as we've kind of read it is 18 tournaments top 48 players or just 48 players. I don't know if they're the top 48 players. It's not really determined how you're going to get into the 48. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that's and that's an issue because, you know, guys that are clearly, you know, like take Jordan Spieth, for, for example. He's one of the, you know, top draws in the game. Uh, but he's currently outside the top 48. And Phil Mickelson and, you know, the same thing. But so there's, there's you know, issues that need to be worked out. But 48 players, a shotgun start where everybody's playing at the same time. Uh, no first cut. two rounds. Yeah, first yeah. first two rounds. No cut. Fifty four holes. Uh, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of good concepts to it. I mean, I I think I, I personally like it. I mean, now you mentioned about you know the players and and did they do they feel under? I'd never heard of a player that I was ever around ever talk about how they thought they were underpaid. I think they're all very appreciative of of what they have. But I personally, personally, me, you know, just as a uh, you know, golf observer, I, I think they're underpaid. I mean, relative okay, to, okay. relative to other sports, uh, you know, like, and I think the most underpaid person in all of sport is Tiger Woods. 
Right. When you look at what he has done for the PGA Tour, I mean, it's just like, it's just craziness. Now, everybody else has ridden on his coattails and they they've done better but i but you know when you look at what they make and i, I don't think you could necessarily although everybody will you count you know everything they make off the course but i don't know if that's really a fair way to keep score i mean you you know you 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 look at their salary which is zero other than you know endorsements but i mean what they make they have to they have to earn on the course but i mean they don't make that much money relatively speaking compared to other sports i mean i don't i don't think i mean that's just you know that that's that's my opinion but i haven't heard players voice that but i i think if they you know they're they're all they all would like more i can tell you that much and you know who wouldn't you know everybody right. would no yeah of course and uh well somehow that has become something that they believe and, and i'll give you one example of where i would see it and and you know You've read my blog a long time, um, and I've, I've complained about it a lot, that the commissioner of the PGA Tour is incentivized, and the people who – I I take snarky shots at it, um, but now it's really become a serious matter. They are incentivized. They have contracts, and I've never been able to get a player to tell me who's been on the various boards and things how it, exactly it works, but we all kind of have a, a, a general idea. Playing opportunities and purse growth. They are they are given bonuses. They are incentivized to grow those things. They are not incentivized to to put their foot down and and say what is best for the for the and I hate the word, but the product. Right, so right. that's their job. And they've done their job well. They've got an event in Puerto Rico and Bermuda and 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 guys who we didn't even know were still alive are getting called up because we've got to fill the field out. So they've they've got way too many opportunities now. So money that comes from TV that that subsidizes a portion of the purses along with the, the sponsorship money, those big names are saying, now, wait a second. So every time you add an event, two things happen. One, that's money that could have gone to the events most of us play um, or or maybe let's say uh, or an event that that used to be played a lot that needs a little help. You know, a, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. The, the Bob Hope Classic needs a little boost. Yeah, the money the money has to come from somewhere. It just uh, you just don't you know you don't you don't print some more or pick some more off the tree. You know you got to take it from one place to put it someplace else. Well, and so yeah, so that that lump of money, some of that's going there. So that makes them mad um, that that the events they do actually play uh, could be worth more if it weren't for these things you're adding and these these opposite field things and that nobody's watching. Right. And then the thing that also makes them mad is that. The more they keep adding these, these events, the more they get questioned why they're not playing this week and not playing yeah. that one. And then the tours, you know, uh, asking them, hey, hey, um, so-and-so, you're from that state. You know, that's you, you. could you play that hometown event? We need you. And and then they get mad about that. So this bloat on oversaturation now is really catching up to them in a way that, you know, we don't really understand as as fans or people observing the sport until you kind of dig into that that sort of wonky stuff of of uh, purses and 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 we don't know you know the TV purse the pool of money they get there and then how they distribute it and what goes to paying for a new uh, snack bar at the TPC Sawgrass yeah yeah what goes to this and that and and so but that's one thing we do know where that money gets kind of diluted and so I think that has some people mad and um, that adds to this uh, this situation because they're all a little bit 
tired of of having a year round job and 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 I know people don't really take much or won't sympathize with that but take a Justin Rose he, he it's not because he wants to go sit on a beach for 3 months he wants to be at his absolute best when he shows up at a tournament so when the when the year is spread out the way it is and he does want to go and claim a check in Singapore, probably, you know, that's kind of silly and whatever golfers have always done that. Um, and chase those, those, those kinds of, uh, things you wonder, like, did you really need to fly to Singapore for that? But that's what they, they'll always do that. Yeah, they will. No, they'll never stop, but they would like, they also are, genuine and they when they when they show up they want to be good no and no there's no getting, doubt about getting, that yeah and they're getting pulled a bunch of different ways and they're tired of it and this group has come in and targeted that they've targeted things that the fan at home wants to know you know why isn't the bob hope aka now the american express why isn't that finishing on monday it always is martin luther king day the national holiday why are you trying to compete with football games you know they get into detail like that and their proposal they're they're questioning a lot of different things like that. And, um, it's, I, you know, I, it's impressive. And I, you know, after five years, you should have a pretty good sense of these things, but still it's impressive that they're punching a lot of buttons that, that a lot of us would like to see pushed. And, and it's, it's going to be fascinating to see at the, you know, worst case, this is going to, to me, raise real questions about the current television deal that they're about to sign and maybe force more rethinking of the whole uh, the whole thing. Well, I hope they do. I mean, it, it you know, to me it it needs to be rethought. Now, I heard the the uh podcast you uh, posted on your uh site today, uh com, which is you know my favorite go-to site. Uh but uh you had you and, and Mike Clayton and your State yeah. of the Game podcast. And uh you know, Mike was, you know, which I love Mike Clayton, but he, you know, he was he was arguing that oh, the, the <laughs> No, I mean, I, he's one of my favorite people, but no, he's great. The, yeah. the, so anyway, he's arguing that, oh, the good players or the great players do play a lot together, but they don't. I mean, Not I, really. I don't know what he's yeah. talking about, you know, yeah. the three, okay, the four majors, uh, you know, uh, players championship. Okay. That's four, uh, three world golf championships. Cause they don't all go to the China one. Okay. So, so then you got the, the, and then maybe the three playoffs, but, but, you know, there's only 30 players in the, in the last event. So, yep. so you're talking about 11 events. If you have 18 events where everybody is there, is is this you know premier golf league is proposing, and then you have the four majors. I mean, now you got you got 22, which is twice the the amount uh, you know that you have currently. So it's a big big difference. I mean, golf is is. I mean, it is. I mean, I'm such a golf fan. I mean, I. I you know, I just love the game. I love to watch it. I love, but but watching it, I mean, man, it is it's tough. I mean, it is just really. I mean, like, okay, American Express was you know brutal to watch. Uh, yeah, Sony was brutal to watch. Yeah, that was maybe the worst golf tournament I've seen. Es- especially considering everything, everything went wrong. What, the weather, you know, like you want at least yeah, you can look and see the beautiful weather, but you don't right, even get to exactly. see that. You I know, mean, it's half the reason we watch. Hawaii yeah, yeah, is yeah. Just to watch so, the palm trees. Oh, it's just yeah. so boring. It was just oh, yeah. it was terrible. And then this week, honestly, okay, you think okay, the you know the, the you know. You got a better field and Tiger's playing and this and that, but it's, it's, it's still, it's tough. I mean, in the new, you know, the CBS with their new, 
you know, crew and oh my god, what'd Ooh, you think? What'd you think of that? Rough. I mean, that was brutal. That was tough to watch. Thankfully, I was on the course a lot, but the parts I saw were brutal. Oh. And I watched some of the replay today, and the the energy wasn't there. And oh. uh, yeah, it it was rough. It was it was rough. And then they they thought, you know, I'll, I'll give you. I mean, well, I don't want to pick on CBS too much because again, there's you got new people and they're trying. But we were we were sitting there, and and you know, the horrible news with Kobe. Yeah, and and me and a couple of the writers were, were having lunch and they came on and, and, uh, implied that, that he had been informed. And, and I immediately looked to Michael Collins is there. who's a you know, former caddy on the tour and a couple other guys. And I, I go, Michael, come on. What, what professional caddy? He's not, unless it's a, a wife or is a children, an emergency and you have to leave. What caddy is sharing that information with their player? That can't be right, can it? Talking about, talking about Tiger's caddy, yeah. Yeah, Joe Lacan is, yeah. is as much of a veteran as there could possibly be. And he goes, no chance, no way. And then they, you know, we went, all right, whatever. And then I went out and saw him coming up 18. And I can immediately see in his body language the way he was, Tiger was looking at the crowd and the way he was looking and just just the way he was walking. I said, There's no way he knows. Yeah, yeah. So like that was a that was a gaff on their part. I don't I don't know how that happened. But anyway, it it was it was brutal. But back to your original point. Yeah, I mean this is a good field this week. Tory Pines on the ocean, U.S. Open course next year. And it's, yeah, it's still it's, it's quite, still tough. It's still tough. I mean it's it's and a you good know, finish. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not you know, good enough, you know. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's good, but you know, it seems like you know the only way you, the only, the only good finish anymore is 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 Tiger. I mean, it's just it's, we're still at that point. I mean, it's it's it, it, you know, and like you think you you watch these tournaments and you get done watching me and think, what in the world are, are you know is going to happen when Tiger's gone? I mean, it's just. It's it's just not there. I mean, they you know, and Rory, you know, mentioned maybe this is the impetus to some kind of change on the PGA Tour, but it needs to, there needs to be some kind of change. I, I think you know, you spoke of it. I mean, I think everything's so spread out that it's creating jobs for everybody. I get it, I understand it, but I, I just I don't know if that's best for the product, like you said. And I'm I'm interested in the product because you know that's what that's what I watch. That's what that's what golfers watch. They they don't care how many guys have jobs. I mean, I understand why they all want a job and I understand why they all want to make a million dollars. And I have this discussion with my good friend, Michael Breed, you know, like, I mean, this was a big thing. He likes, he, he thinks like everybody ought to get paid every tournament with no cut, you know, and he's, he, that's what he thinks. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, and I, I, and I, you know, like, like, I'm like, Michael, if I'm a better player, I mean, you, you need, you need money to do that. Okay. And, and, and yeah. that means you got to take it from the top. If I'm a better player, I don't want to. I don't want to give my part of my winning no. share to to guys that just. May, and Michael's like, "Well, just get some more sponsors." And I'm like, "Okay, well, that's the top guy's going to say if you get more sponsors, why aren't I getting more of that money?" It just, it just, you know, you you got to take care of the guys at the top. I think I don't. I mean, that's just my thought. Well, and I think you need to get them together. I mean, look at last week. There were some really good players in Dubai, and then they're they're in the United States. And um, and it, it, the only dilemma though that I have with that Hank is that uh, one of the beauties of golf, and and actually the last couple of years we've had some unbelievable kind of Cinderella stories and guys who who make a life changing check and have a life changing week, and there's something rewarding about watching that 
Um, and also seeing those guys occasionally take down that top player. And, and I do wonder with this concept with the WGCs, we've had these kind of all-star leaderboards, no cut, small field, and they could, they could be shockingly dull at times too. Um, there is something to having a full fuller field and, and open and, and Tyler McCumber getting to play with Tiger Woods. Um, there is something to that. I don't, I don't know if it's worth though, what, what it's currently valued at and, <laughs> and to the fan and to the, to the TV people. No, I get it. I mean, there's some, there's some good stories, but uh, you know, you, you, you still have them occasionally that, you know, you'll have a good story at the masters or the U S open. You have good story. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard to find your way down the list of uh players on the tour before you get before i i get to a point on the on the like the well the world golf rankings okay i go down the the list and i don't i don't get very far before i get to my point where i say i wouldn't walk across <laughs> the street to watch them right yeah how many of those guys are selling tickets that's, not that's i mean the, i wouldn't walk across yeah. the street to watch watch this guy or that guy i mean i don't I, right. and, and 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 you you don't have to go very far down the world golf ranking list uh, no. a matter of fact, less than 48 before you could pick somebody out of a lineup, got yeah. guys that are in there. Plus the fact that here's the other thing to consider is that I, I keep these statistics all the time of the top 125 each year. And I've always right. make the comment that every five years, 50% of the tour turns over. Okay. So you take yeah. 50%. So it, it's, and I went back and I looked and I compared 2019 to 2014 and it was actually 57% is what the number was. But, but the number that's even, even worse is if you take, if you go 50 through 125. So you take that, go look on the list last year of the top from 50 to 125. Okay. 78% of those players won't be there in five years. Yeah. I mean, so so it 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 turns over, and yeah, there's guys that make names for themselves, but it's just like a it's a revolving door on the on the back end. Besides the the great players and and, and the ones that are there, and I don't I don't think they're the ones that are sell, the, these the revolving door is not selling tickets. Right. So here's my question for you because I I know I've listened. I obviously I listen to the pod, so I know I did not know that that most recent that last number you gave. That's just staggering um because i do keep that number in mind whenever i you know try to have a conversation with some guy a tour player who's who's uh, acting like he's just got way better things to do and i just think you know there's very, and i just think to myself <laughs> you know in five years you're gonna be you may be uh you may be picking up balls on a range so easy buddy let's not be too cocky i'm trying to trying to just get some of your deep thoughts but my question to you is uh, what is why is there well, one, I mean, I think that's a more recent phenomenon. I feel like there's a more, uh, more recently we've seen a greater turnover where I, and it's always the Tory Pines where I notice it the most, where I walk around and I go, who is that? Yeah. Who is that? I there have no go. idea who these and you, people and no, are. And listen, nobody follows it closer than you do. I, but I don't, I just walk in and I go, who's Will uh-huh. Gordon? I saw Will Gordon last week, kind of, right. kind of big guy, good shape. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, now there's a guy when they, when they tell us about the better athletes, that guy's, you know, he's a big boy. He's going to hit the ball a long way. Okay, there's one I found. But um, I look at I look at these guys, and, and I think, why are we having this turnover? And, of course, you know where I'm going to go with this. It's, it's a, I mean, I love your theory, um, but you know I, I think it's either 
it's either the the money, uh, although a lot of them aren't making enough to say, okay, I played three years and I can retire, uh, or it's the equipment, which makes it harder for. I mean, they're all great golfers out there. They're all elite in the, in in a certain way, but 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 there there are some who are on a, who who are on another level. And I don't believe the equipment allows them to differentiate themselves quite enough. And it's why you can, it, the, the line is so fine and it ends up coming down to putting. Um, no, well, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point. I mean, that number, that number, number's that that number gone up. That, it seems like that number's gone up at least 10%, uh, you know, since I started looking at that number years ago. That number's gone up at least ten percent, and when you look at that, you probably you have to blame it on on the only two things that you pointed out, which I mean, I think you have to blame it on the equipment, and you have to blame it on the money. I mean, those are the those are the two facts, and I think you I, could, I mean I would you could definitely blame it on the credit. money some to to a to an degree for sure. Credit to the people around them, though there yeah. is more wisdom, and so it's it's there are fewer people who are behind and somehow in, in some sort of way in terms of either equipment, uh, fitness information, diet information, instruction. So that does narrow the gap as well. I don't want to demean the work of the people around the players either because it's because they are better and smarter and and condensing information uh, a little bit more, I think. So yeah. that is some of it too, right? Yeah, but- I mean, money, money, money means something there too, though. There's no, like uh, one player that we follow because he, he, his father used to teach for us, and he, you know, uh, grew up in high school on our drive range was Hunter Mann. And I mean, you look at where his game is is gone. I mean, he's right. he's he's pretty much off the tour. I mean, he's still out there playing, but he, you know, it's, he he can't do anything. Uh, and and I just I just find it hard to believe that. You know, if he hadn't banked, I don't know how many million, um, you know, he would be playing like that. I mean, that's just, it, I, I, I don't, I don't think it would, would happen. Well, I mean, yeah, you saw the, I mean, I don't want to pick on him either, but he had a beautiful home and, and you see where he reached a, a certain point. And, and yeah, there's some people where, uh, they have other interests in, in life. Uh, and so it's like, well, I've got, I, yeah, I'm okay. I could, yeah, I can, yeah. I'll be fine. And I get that too, but that's, Back to the original conversation, that's dreadful for uh, uh, the product because golf has always been one where generally we've been kind of spoiled by how devoted these people have been to their craft. It's generally a 20-year window for for a Tom Kite or a Ben Crenshaw or Davis Love and those people that just are come back year after year. Yeah, they, yeah. De- they hit a wall at 20. Usually it used to be guys would turn pro at right after college and then around 44, 45, they'd finally, and then they'd regroup and play the champions tour. But now it's just hard to imagine a 20 year career by, by many people. Yeah. No doubt about it. Even Rory is flat out said, you know, if you see me in my forties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and that's, uh, you know, some of that, some of that is money and some of it is the way the game is today. Let's take a little break. I gotta, uh, check in with my sponsors and we'll be right back with Jeff Shackelford. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. All right, Jeff, you mentioned, uh, I just want to, before we uh, move on again, but, and I got some, some more thoughts on that subject of why these, these, these guys don't need to play as much. Uh, and you'll like this because it feeds into what you like. Uh, but, but let me ask you about Davis Love. Like, I don't know, what is he doing? That's just a question. Now, Tiger asked him that question because, you know, Tiger will ask that kind of question. He'll look at him and he'll look at him. What are you doing? And he's and like, he asked Davis Love that question this week. He said, what are you doing? Like, and so like, it's like, I'm watching the telecast and and I'm a huge Davis Love fan. Like, I love Davis Love the third. He's he's like one of my favorite guys. I mean, and I I like his golf game. I like his demeanor, his attitude, just his persona. I just, he's just a great person. I mean, I don't know what, you know what else. I mean, I'm just a big fan of Davis Love. Okay. So I'm, I'm watching out there and I'm thinking, He's on, you know, he's on his first telegram. I know it's his first one or whatever and so on and so forth. But, you know, I, I heard they put him through a couple boot camps maybe. I don't know how those yeah. how those went. But but anyway, 
you know, he, he, they get him on the, he's on the air, he's on the ground. Okay. He's out there, you know, and first off, it's, it's harder than it looks doing Peter Costas' yeah. job, you know, Trey, you just, you just don't, you just don't like all of a sudden the guy, you know, Peter Costas has been doing that forever. You don't, and he's, and he's a teacher too. It's a little different, you know, and so he knows how to explain how to talk. I mean, it's just, so then you walk out there and Davis loves like, you know, okay, Tiger's got 126 yards, the ball's above his feet, the pins on the left, the wind's out of the left. I'm like, Next hole, he goes, oh, he's got 164 yards, the ball's, you know, uh, above his feet, the pin's on the right, the wind's out of the right. I'm like, okay, that's what he's going to do? I'm like, first off, it's so boring. Like, who difference does it make? You know, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, 168, 142, 156, it's all the same. Who cares? I mean, it's like, but but he's, I mean, that's what he's going to do? I don't understand. I don't understand that. I, I, I would, again, to our conversation on, on money, Davis has had a very good career. Uh, and it, it is hard to imagine him wanting to travel that much to, to do basically that. Um, <laughs> um, and, and, and part of that is the fault of, of, of television. I, I think one of the biggest, uh, things wrong with golf on television uh, is the misuse of on-course reporters. And what do you think why, they should do? What do you think they well, should they do? Should, what know, could, I, what I could mean, they do to make it more interesting? They, they, they could do, well, certainly, I, I mean, I've, I've thought about it a few times lately where I would love to see Bones Mackay on NBC after a key shot go back and do a forensic analysis, uh, even if it's, uh, you know, the last hole of the tournament um, and, and show that on Golf Channel later, whatever it is. but. To go back to the divot, go back to the bunker shot, give us a little more at home uh, insight into what just transpired. You know, I'll never forget the thing that made Golf Channel's live from show just go to another level was 2006 when when uh, Phil hit it over in the in the tents on 18 at Wingfoot. And and Nabila went out there after and took us through, showed us where the ball was, showed us what he faced, what he had to deal with. And then I think he went up to the green as well as I, and now that I think about it, kind of showed where he hit the next shot too. And it was riveting. Um, and that was, that was 13 years ago. The technology now is even better with, with uh, remote cameras and things, drones, um, you name it. And that to me, on-course reporters should be more about not just, just being another caddy that, that relays or another spotter, but actually take us inside the ropes more. And I think that's something where Davis could be, or or any of these people would be so much more interesting. But they they really say very little, and they're very they have to be disciplined, get in and out, and um, and so it's a hard thing to learn at first. But then, of course, once they do it after a while, it is a an easier job. But as you said, what Costas did, where he, and and Davis, every time I saw him last week, he's he has the same setup as Costas, where there's this monitor oh, strap over his shoulders, oh, and I mean, he's like, constantly I, trying I, to get I, it I, work. That's Davis Love. That's da- I'm that's Davis I Love. I, I mean, know, what are you doing? A, a Hall of Famer, and they're they're uh, and then they were having all sorts of problems with with reception out there. I don't right. know if it was the fog or the the I don't know what was going on or the hang gliders or the the blip, but they were they were having a lot of technical difficulties with their on-course people. Uh, and, you know, they had the interview go out, the sound went out when they were interviewing Leishman there at the end. And so uh, it was, it was pretty ragged. And yeah, I can't even imagine if he was having any issues with the, the tech stuff while trying to manage 
uh, various things like just watching the golf and oh, trying to hear. So he, he's lugging that whole thing around too? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, what, what, it's what is he? Why? Nobody looks good. Yeah. So it's, I think eventually he'll move up to the, to the booth. And, yeah. um, uh, but they, I, they feel like that's a place to, to start. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird time. You know, the tour wants them to freshen up their broadcast and, um, <laughs> and they're going to have to do it on the fly. And then they, they have to do it as they're transitioning producers. It's, it's a complicated thing to do a golf tournament. And then you add those things. It's, um, and then, you know, Sir Nick didn't have the greatest week and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I mean, they opened the broadcast yesterday and, and, you know, put Nick on the spot for thoughts on Kobe. And, yeah. uh, that was, that was, uh, that was unfair. I thought, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know why they didn't immediately go to CBS news in New York. So things like that. It's just like, uh, I mean, Nance is amazing. The guy is yeah, he's, working he's so good. 17 weeks in a row in the NFL. Uh, and oh, and more than that, I'm sorry, more than that. Cause he did the playoff games 19 weeks in a row. And, uh, and then he comes out there and he, and he still has the energy. He still is, is guiding the ship. And this was a ship that was, you know, in, in the heavy seas and Nick's, you know, <laughs> talking about Colin Moriyama and oh my, oh my God, God, it was just, uh, it was, it was, and he just is so steady. I mean, the guy's amazing. He, he just doesn't get the credit he deserves for, uh, what a steady, uh, presence he is and how he keeps track of the game and his photographic memory and, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 uh he, he's he's off the charts. I mean, I, I don't know. I just I just hope it uh, there's some way to get it more interesting. I don't know. I mean, what's what's the status of this TV contract things? What have you heard about that? Where I mean, where is that? I think is, has this uh, golf league, Premier Golf League, World Golf League, uh, you know, tour to the force whatever, has it thrown that in, uh, wrench into that whole thing? I don't see how it hasn't. Um because one of their big things in, in their case to people and to players and agents is that the, the, the television broadcast model is broken, that the day is too long again for television. You know, um, they're trying to condense that day. I mean, think about the money networks spend at a major championship when it's a 16 hour day to, to, yeah, it's just a, so it's such an expensive proposition. Um, and so they're trying to tighten that. And, but also the things we're talking about, you know, CBS was a little rough around the edges. Well, it's, it's a long year. It's and their, and their days are long and, and it catches up to you. It's hard to, you know, an NBA game is going to be two and a half hours. A college basketball game is going to be two ten, and they're going to, they know that unless they go to 14 overtimes, which doesn't happen too often. So they're, they're, able and they're in an arena this is on a and, and tory pines is a massive property and they've got a long year ahead and they're they probably didn't do a lot of prep work uh they kind of uh and it showed but they are you know asking these networks to pay them more and we'll hopefully see when it's all done what they've asked for if they've asked for um better production values or uh, yeah, I don't know how you mandate some of these things, and, and but I'm sure they have, and I hope they have. I've heard they're saying there's going to be like a huge, huge increase in the purses, huge increase. Right. So, but, but, but does that, but, but that's just going to come out of the budgets of the of the broadcasts and other things. And yeah. so, what guarantee? Yeah, it, it, great. The purses are going to go up, and and the and the production 
and and the, and the broadcast won't change, uh, there might be more commercials in that case. Well, h- how is that going to be good for anybody, and, and including the players? And that's so that's what I'm really interested to hear. But it sounds like, yeah, there was a very premature report in December that uh, I think the agents for the tour CAA who put the broadcast together, my sense is they wanted that out there. Um, so that got out and I don't think the deal was close to being done. There are big questions about the digital rights, the PGA tour live package. And that to me, will be the really interesting thing to watch to see where that goes. Explain what the digital rights, I mean, how, okay. So you got the, you know, network television and the digital rights. I mean, they're, they're separating all this stuff to, to online. What exactly? How's that? Work? Yeah. So, well, They've come at a at a weird time because nobody knows how this is going to work out. But we obviously know that streaming is going to be part of the way some people watch sports right. going forward. So the networks will retain, let's say they they retain CBS and NBC, they will still be able to stream the final round on their streaming services, and the cable will be on Golf Channel if the reports are accurate, and Golf Channel will stream it on their app and. And those weekend rounds on network TV will probably be on pjtour.com as well. So, so, and that's all great. You know, that helps people get it however they like to watch. So, but the question is what happens to uh, PGA tour live, which is that, that coverage uh, before the broadcast and maybe as uh, in a new deal expands to feature holes, um, expands to this coverage of the players where you can watch uh, uh, whoever you want to watch. So we don't know exactly what it encompasses, but it likely features PGA Tour Live plus probably more daily highlights. And so obviously there the, the there's a couple scenarios where NBC Sports Gold currently has that. And then um, Golf TV, which is handling the international rights would like to buy uh, get those rights and start an american presence with what they're doing mm-hmm. and then espn though is the leading candidate to get it which uh is the no and, and you and i texted about this and i you never answered my text you were asking me why it was so important to, to get espn did i make the case for you yeah you made I the case make- yeah yeah you, you always make the case okay well then the case is it's i think it's pretty simple which is um First, Disney's one of the great companies in the world. If you want to read a great CEO book, Bob Iger's uh, current book is, and I don't ever read CEO books because usually they're 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 crap. But uh, it's just a tremendous read. Uh, interesting guy with a background in sports, worked under Rune Arledge, so it's fascinating to read. But so you have Disney with ESPN. You have Disney, which is just absolutely blown it out of the water with Disney Plus, both um, in pricing. And in kind of a vision of, of of doing this the right way. So there's a bundle with ESPN Plus, Disney, and Hulu. That's uh, oh shoot, I'm going to get the number right. It's it's very reasonable. I want to say 13.99 or 14.99 for the three of them. So imagine if the tour goes to Golf TV. Well, it's going to be starting from scratch uh, and selling you a subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBC Sports Gold, same thing. Currently, it's $64 a year, six, $65 a year. If they go to ESPN+, Plus, they stop having to hit you up for money to pay for it um, because 
most people will sign up for that and they get these other great things if they're into this streaming stuff. And you get ESPN totally buying in to the PGA Tour as a partner. So Sports Center coverage. Uh, uh, you get you have a friend in Disney, one of the great companies in the world. Yeah. Um, it's a no brainer. You immediately are reaching uh, millions of devices and people are already paying for it and you can get your highlights on there they you know they just signed a deal with facebook for kind of a daily highlights thing so the tour is getting pretty good at that because a lot of people will just want to kind of they'll just want to dip in see those highlights see that thing they need to see and then then they want and that reminds them to tune in on sunday for the final round and everybody's happy yeah so if they don't go with espn then there's really something bizarre going on so that's the thing to watch um, because I think then some other dominoes might fall on that that are worth watching if that is the case. Whether the, whether they, whoever they go with on the digital thing. So this is all real inside stuff, but, um, but it has big ramifications for, for fans and viewers and yeah. how we all uh, take all this in. So I, you know, I, it seems to me like they're, they're banking on the, uh, to freshen up the broadcast, uh, they're banking on uh, this gambling thing. This is gonna gonna help yeah. them. Uh, the streaming deal. I mean, I'm not I'm not sure all that put together is gonna gonna do it for me. That's why I'm so intrigued with this uh, World Golf League, World Golf Tour, all the best players, but and the team concepts. I want to I want to uh, we got to take a little break, but I want to okay. I want to talk to you about uh, the, the, this this team format thing they're talking about, too, because that that in, in, intrigues me as as well. But we'll hear from our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got aches and pains, arthritis pain, uh, back pain, joint pain, muscle pain, whatever it is. You need to try Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Go to the website, voodoopainrelief.com. You can check out the testimonials that are off the chart, and you can get a free uh, two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. So if you haven't tried it, uh, go there at voodoopainreliefcream.com. Love and the check Voodoo. Out. Yeah, there you go. Love okay, it. I love it. There you go. All right, well, <laughs> see, you say that, you got more coming in the mail. Right I get there, a little stiff, stiff neck, and uh, I, can't, I don't have time to get a massage. I'd there you go. There you go. VoodooPainRelief.com. All right, we'll be right back with Jeff Shackelford. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. <laughs> this is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. All right, Jeff. So, so let's talk about this. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm still hopeful that this World uh, Golf League thing. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like things need to get shook up a little bit. I, yeah. yeah. I just something. I hope at least. I hope at least what Rory said happens. You know that it'll be the that this pushing that who are to be the impetus to do something different rather than just throw some more money at these guys and try to shut them up, you know, and ride out the storm, which is, you know, typically what happens, I think, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I hope that's not, I hope there's more than that comes out of this because I think it's a real chance to improve the product. Like, you know, like, like you said, but uh, talk about this team concept that they have for this world golf tour. thing. How, how does that work? And, and guys owning teams, what's that all about? Well, that's about the money too. Uh, but, but, um, uh, it's it's four man teams, um, and there's there are twelve player owners according to what they're planning. Uh, I, I'm a little surprised that they want to commit to to twelve player owners because, as you say, I don't know. After about six or seven, I'm having a hard time seeing. Um, the, the, I'm, I'm having a hard time seeing that there are twelve <laughs> guys who are fit. I mean, we know who the obvious ones are: Rory, right. Phil. Tiger, um, I think you can make a case for Adam Scott, uh, who'd be kind of the Australian guy, and and yeah. and, and 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 so I think the common the con- the concept of the team is a couple of things. One, um, it allows them to get these big names to buy in, to invest in it, and then gives them something after their playing career is over to still be a part of this or if this builds to sell it to somebody else. So what do they do? Do they go to the tournaments? Do they, what do they do? Do they pick, they pick the players who are playing? How does that work? Well, they, they lay out now. They may have changes since the documents I've seen and, and, and the things that have been relayed to me, but they lay out a scenario where these teams actually have a manager. uh, That's not that top player. You know, Tiger would appoint uh, Rob McNamara (laughs) or, uh, 
or uh, Nota Begay is. Let's just let's say Nota's the, uh, the the manager for Team Tiger. Okay. And it's his job every week to designate two guys whose scores will uh, will be the scores that count. And then they play their individual tournament. They get their world rankings. We watch the tournament conclude. And then as the season goes, this this team element uh, sets you up for a playoff. And they have it where they want to end with a Ryder Cup style uh, team tiger from the United States versus, and they try to break it into a, a you know divisions by geography so that you don't get uh, you know two American teams. Mm-hmm. And they want to have, if possible, uh, you know it'd be Team USA uh, from led by Tiger Woods um, and uh, against the European team. They, they they're trying to finish the year instead of a FedEx cup points list, a race, this is a race to the team element. And of course there's another, a whole other purse and big money for that. Um, but also to just kind of have a little Ryder cup at the end, instead of a, another stroke play event. And then again, the, the idea of the ownership is that you're essentially an owner in this league. You are, you know, say, say, and Phil Mickelson's an obvious candidate because he's a big presence and he'd be kind of a oddball owner and there'd be some drama and fun with that. But this is, this is, he would be doing this because, well, this is my way to stay kind of connected uh, to the sport as I wind down my career. Not that he thinks he's winding down. Uh, I mean, and, I, and I'll tell you what, Hank, the guy's unbelievable. He, we waited an hour for him after he missed the cut on Friday. Um, now all he did was hit drivers, yeah. uh, and, uh, but it, <laughs> you know, he knew he was getting on the plane, but, uh, so Andrew Getson wasn't going to go with him uh, to Saudi Arabia, but God bless him, uh, you know, nearly 50. And there he is. Uh, trying to figure it out and i, I and we stood there we kept, we were all looking <laughs> was at he hitting bombs um uh, he was hitting bombs he he did <laughs> the, the the one comic uh, moment was he he uh two two times he brought out the screwdriver and, and made an adjustment with his new uh his new callaway and after one of the adjustments he went out on, <laughs> out, on uh, out on the road uh and that and not long after that, the screwdriver came back out for the second adjustment. So that 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 adjustment didn't work. I'm convinced. I'm convinced he's just conceded to the fact that he's never going to be able to uh, find it, and he's just going to hit it as far as he can every time. And just when you know, I mean, that's just pretty much what he's got going. I mean, he hit three fairways or something. It was bizarre. The flight of the ball was bizarre. It was such. It had a. I mean, it was going a mile when he'd hit it, but it, it still had this floating floating. The ball was was floating. It was just not, you know. And I watched Tiger and Rom and 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 Rory quite a bit this last week. And man, it's so it's so fun to watch Rom hit the ball because he hits his power cut. It just goes forever. But um, the ball is just flighting. You know, it's just got a little urgency to it. It's just going. It's it's and and the fields were ballooning. It was it was, um, and he was hitting it so high. Like, <laughs> What are you doing, man? What? what where is that going to? Anyway, so it, it allowed him to hit it over the trees onto the road, though, on one of them. But um, so anyway, back to the ownership. So for somebody like him, he brings charisma. And yeah, he's not as relevant uh, and may never be again. But he brings something. And 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 then he has a little stake in this thing for a little while after. And he um, and then maybe in 
five years, he, uh, Jordan Spieth, uh, let's say, gets his game together and it's just great again. And and Jordan becomes the – he figures out a way to transfer the ownership. Now, how that works, I don't exactly quite understand. I could also see the day where the owners are, are not players, that they're – you know, Yo, Team Johan Rupert, the, the Richemont team is uh, – well, That could be pretty cool. That could bring a lot of money in. The J.P. McManus team, and and that could ultimately be the fallback of this initial scenario that that they say, you know what, there's really only Tiger, Phil, Adam, Rory, and uh, maybe one or two others that fit the the model as an owner, and we're going to sell the rest of these to you know Johan's going to put together the South African team, and uh, J.P. McManus is going to put together uh, an Irish team. You know, I could see that. Uh, and and those guys would, I, I got to tell you, there's 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 a there's a sizable. There are more there are more billionaires with charisma and a, a an affinity for the sport than there are top players who you you see fitting this model. Yeah, right? I, I think so. I th- I think that's got a lot of merit. I really do. And guys who are who have really shown it's not just a one time. They're really invested in the game and have been for years. I mean, I could make a list. I think of at least a solid six or seven, um, and maybe there's a few that people don't know of, and and that so there could be that component too. But the oh, point they, is, they'd come out of the woodwork for that. They would come out of the woodwork. I, I think they would. Yeah. And and the the point is that uh, there's also something, and I was going to spend time on it today. I didn't get to, but I'm going to do it maybe tonight while I'm watching the Australian Open. But you know, tennis is grappling with this, and um. The PGA Junior League is kind of tapping into something where 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 team is is just something that for whatever reason individual sports are less attractive to people and to me it's where the Olympic golfs missed the boat yeah yeah um, you know that it's not a team component and I think it's really going to start to be exposed even more than it was in Rio and uh, I think these guys sense that and they sense the fun little dramas that come with now the here's so here's the big hole in the entire thing Hank that I don't understand is where do they think the next celebrity or the next celebrity the next stars come from college golf cannot yeah but why, why? you're still gonna have a, you still guys. have a PJ tour they just wouldn't be playing oh, yeah. for 10 That's million dollars though they don't need to yeah, play for 10 tour, million dollars do they they want the PJ tour does not want to be a feeder tour to this well it, it, it may not want to be but it might not have a lot of choice well and that would be that would be shocking <laughs> if that's what it ends up huh? doing because I, mean, I just don't see so but let's say okay J- Jason Day let's say through this thing started 3 years ago Jordan Spieth and Jason Day are both absolutely 3 years ago guys you say those are those are premier talents and here we are 3 years later Day's got injury issues Jordan you know still there's signs but there's still signs that there's it's something's not he can't quite get it figured out are you going to waive those guys? You get well, they're going. You know, where gonna, do they go? PGA Tour. But I think the way that the, the tour is going to do this, and once you leave us and say goodbye, they're going to make it hard for you to come back. Ah, whatever. I mean, they can. They'll threaten whatever. But, but uh, you know. But anyway, that you know, kind of drama. Yeah, there'll be some well, of that. A I'm headache, sure. Yeah. But also to these guys adds intrigue to this because look at all the attention we give the president's cup and Ryder cup picks and captains and managers and 
you know, Rory's in a tiff with with McGinley over uh, he didn't get picked last week or whatever. No, so it's, see, it's definitely more fun to watch. Jeez. Yeah, they sense that, and I think their only problem is that people will say, "Well, why don't we do this team thing before the end of the year?" Um, but anyway, but but as you say, these are all things that could be a catalyst to to either really shaking up. I think the the the, the worst case scenario. Um, is that it really shakes up the PGA Tour, or maybe that's the best case scenario. Yeah, that's about that'd be a good case scenario right there. I mean, it, it needs to. I mean, you know, okay, here's one. I was thinking about this early on our conversation, uh, but uh, you know, you're talking about just having a shorter season and guys, you know, regrouping and and this and that. And you know, this is to your your favorite subject is as long as they're not going to roll the ball back. Uh, and it's just going to be a hit it as hard as you can uh, contest, which is what it is. Then, then you know, guys are now sw- you know they're swinging 120, 125. I mean, what's Phil? Right. Phil's swinging 125 miles an hour. He's 50 years old. I mean, my goodness. So they're, if they're going to swing that hard, you know, and that's going to be the way the game is, and that's you know, yep. obviously where it is now. It's it's not it's it's changed. It's not a sport you can play for 12 months i don't think i mean i think no. they, they need no. to because you know you can already see there's so many injuries now and these and these guys careers yep. are being shorter and shortened and then like you said rory and and you know uh, you know uh kepka said it and they're all saying you know i'm not going to be playing on the champions tour and and so you know maybe that's a good thing that they do have time off but if this is the way the game's going to be yeah and and the injury element is very real in this. And again, so let's say team McElroy has two injuries. Where, where are they going to pick up the two guys? You know, some of that's a little bit weird in the format, but, but, but the bigger question is, is that really a good thing for golf that we're, we're so speed focused that we're going to have more injuries and shorter careers? No, and, probably not. <laughs> you know, and Tiger's kind of tried to hit on that in his, in his, in his case for why he thinks things are off and, and nobody's listened that, this idea that you just need to have three to four good weeks a year and you make a living. He never takes it to the next level and says, that's really stupid. But he, you know, the inference is there is like, why is that? How's that good? How's that a good thing? And I mean, I, I, you know, John Rahm's one of those people you look at just physically. I, I I feel like he can, he, he, he won't ever get hurt because he's just built a certain way and he's strong in a certain way. But my God, the sweat, Watching him last week, the, the the speed is just it's just incredible, especially with the length of his yeah, swing. Yeah, half and, of a swing, half a swing. Um, it's amazing. And but it, and but then I and then I'm looking at the gallery, and there are these young kids, and it's like, okay, well they're going to watch that, and and they're going to mimic it, but then half of them are going to get hurt, and and they're going to hurt a wrist or a shoulder and or a back, and I, I just. Um, I don't see anybody in golf, uh, in the, in the, in the, um, uh, the leadership groups, your favorite people saying, <laughs> raising this question, you know, no. um, you know, the USGA or the RNA or, or the tours, you know, I mean, that's, what's blown my mind is tigers made this case over and over again. And, and it's so clearly targeted at, at, at the health of the pro tour, not even the health of the game. Like you really, you really think it's a good idea. Um, and, and 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 he's somebody who has has gone through a lot, so he's it it shaped his views. Um, but he's mostly just he just thinks it's a you can tell it's a less interesting game, and um, and the case he can't make, Hank, as you know, 
um, is, and I would love, I, I told Rob McNamara last week, I would love when, when some point I w- I'm going to spend the time and then I would really love if Tiger would give me a few minutes because I would like to make the case that he and Phil Mickelson have succeeded the longest with the most changes, most dramatic changes in equipment um, in the history of the sport. And, and, and that's an unbelievably admirable thing, but there's a but that you kind of stay, oh, but how many more tournaments would they have won if there was a little more stability with the equipment and they didn't have to make those adjustments or that they didn't have to deal with people who came along who weren't as talented but were elevated just enough, you know, a couple shots a week uh, by the equipment. You know, how many more times would those two have won? I, I don't, we'll never know, but I got to think there's a case that that some people got, uh, or Tiger wasn't able to, to separate himself uh, or Phil. And Phil has finally realized this. It took him forever, but um, that they weren't able to separate themselves quite as much because of the equipment. Yeah, yeah. Changes, yeah. and I think it's uh it's just a, and then you go back in the history of the sport, in terms of long twenty twenty five year careers, and nobody has had to, to face what they've faced. And again, I mean, they the equipment's gotten easier, and somebody might counter, well, but yeah, but Phil wouldn't be playing right now uh, with his arthritis if he was still hitting steel shafts that weighed, you know, way more than they weigh now. And 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 fair point. And yeah. Maybe Tiger too. Maybe yeah. maybe because as we know the a lot of the modern stuff. Although you look at with Tiger, he plays the same iron essentially that that a guy in the the early eighties played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no game improvement um, there. Yeah. So, but but there is that shock, you know, the the the, the still of of that you got from the old clubs that that, that and and the have the weight and the lighter clubs and different things have have taken some of that off of the. Uh, uh, pressure off of their bodies. So I guess you could counter it, but um, anyway, I think it's an interesting topic to approach, but uh, it plays into all this and there's nobody in the, you know, in the, uh, in the executive ranks really thinking long-term like that. And it's, it's kind of, kind of pitiful, really. I mean, that's sort of what their job should be, <laughs> right. isn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah the, 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 it, clearly. But like you said, I mean, it's uh more spots, uh, grow the purses and, you know, oh, forget geez. about everything, forget about everything else. I, 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 I think that's a, a good, good point you, you, you made right, right there for sure. Let's take a little break. I gotta uh, check in with my sponsors and we'll be right back with Jeff Shackelford. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> this is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Something's always going on The picture is never quite the same Yet I found a soothing sound And change, and change, and change Embracing, embracing the change Okay, uh, this has got this world golf tour league, whatever. It's got has got their attention down there at, uh, at PJ Tour. Uh, you know, I guess Monahan was out there for the meeting, and uh, yeah, that was a mandatory player okay. meeting. Okay, so yeah. he, he was there, and then, then and then there's some you know email or something, and then uh, you know, I mean, it's got it, it's it's got their attention for sure. What 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 are the what are the odds you think this this they pull this this thing off with all this big money they got coming from from everywhere? This World Golf Tour thing. I, I got it at about a fifty percent chance now that it they could do this and make a serious. Dan, I was at about 20% when I went down to Torrey and I, on the state of the game earlier, that was kind of where I bumped it up to. Cause I, I think the money is just, uh, is substantial. Um, the, the, the anger or frustration, um, with some for well, amongst these top guys is, is legit. Um, it's real. It's, it's, uh, it's palpable and it's not yeah. going away. And I don't see the tour um, being nimble enough to figure out how to solve this. I mean, to me, they should be in merger talks right away with the European tour to figure out 
um, a way to bring those WGCs and Rolex events together as a series that immediately counters this. Trim each tour needs to trim ten events, take that extra purse money, um, and make a make a, a stab at it uh, that way. And they've needed to get along with the European Tour better for so long. The European Tour is so much better at certain things. The PGA Tour is so much better at certain things. There's like any merger, there, there, it's a match in a lot of ways, except for guys with bonuses and and dreams of you know second houses and um, grow, 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 and they've they've done that, but it, not for the betterment. And you know that 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 Rolex, who's been so good to golf, is out there, and that thing's hanging by a thread, and all these you know all these sponsors that are not overly thrilled with what they're getting. Um, and that's something that this group's mentioned and tapped into a little bit. So to me, that that's their, their best chance at, at fighting this thing off. And I don't know if that's really <laughs> something they want to have a discussion about, which is a little scary. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know any, I can't see any other way. No, I like that. I like that idea too. And I, I mean, the other thing, one thing I know you would love is, 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 you know, fewer, fewer events, spread them out. I'm, I mean, I, obviously they'd be spread out. I mean, I could, you know, this would be something that would help like Australia, for instance. I mean, I'm sure they would have like a, a tournament, maybe the, you know, the Australian Open Couple, was mentioned. Yeah. I mean, he'd be on a great golf course, you know, which was, which, you know, I, I know that's right up your alley. And then, um, you know, maybe have one great event in in Japan. You have one great event here. I mean, I, there's a lot of good stuff to it. It's it. I just don't. I don't see I, the the product is not good. It's just not. I mean, I don't. Well, know. and now, so the question though, Hank. Again, I go back to last weekend. Like you were not overly thrilled with with this last week. I would counter that. It was a pretty solid farmer's insurance. No, open, I think it was. Question, I think it was too. But, 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 but if that's the best we got, geez. Well, but I wonder if you're asking. Are you asking that question because of the the oversaturation? Like you didn't get enough of a break away from it, and you got that that old vibe we used to have. Okay, there was a freshness coming to the West Coast. Different, totally different course each week. And then all of a sudden, here we go. It's Florida, and this is fun, and and now you know what's coming. And I just feel like the whole sequencing and timing thing, and maybe it's just generationally we are changing, and sports need to be yeah. different. But I think part of it is just there's a there's a, 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 a an oversaturation part that that chips away at our enthusiasm. That's a good. That's a good back. point because every sport I, has I a, every sport has a break, and you, you know you can't wait for you know like I'm in you know Scottsdale, and you know you're excited for spring training to start. Yeah, and you know yeah. and, and you know you're excited for you know the, the the you know when when football ends you know this next weekend, then you know it won't be long before you'll you'll be anticipating when it yeah. starts up again. You know when training camp starts. I mean, it's it just the, the golf just it just runs together. And it had the and it and it had the most perfect schedule of all, you know, to end and then go away during uh, November, December, and the wraparound killed that. Um, and so I I think that's part of it. And then the television presentations part, and then the length of it all is is part of it. Um, there are all those things are are in play. Um, and whether they're motivated to address it, I think this this group is is it, again it's going to force some big changes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you know, I, I, and I'm sorry, I know 
I know you uh, you love the game improvement clubs, but <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen a sport. I can't. I keep asking people, and, and I asked good I, I, inside the ropes while we were waiting for guys to hit a reach a par five and two the other day. I was asking a couple of the sports writers who don't always cover golf, like, can you name one sport that's gone all in on power and has been happy about it, and the consequences have been just hunky dory and great. Yeah. And no, it's just, you know, tennis, no, baseball, no, basketball. And I say power basketball, the, the long, the, the long ball to me is the equivalent there. Yeah. Um, and no basketball people are now going, what have we done? What are we, what, we're just going to throw up three pointers all day. Really? Is that, is that, is that fun to watch? And by the way, the Lakers aren't doing that and they're, and they're kind of fun to watch, um, this year and the warriors were, were, it was fun for a little while. Um, but it was also fun in their case because they just passed like an old style team uh -huh. with a little, little more zip. So there was a twist to it. But in general, the sports that have gone that way regret it, you know, or and sometimes it's because the guys start juicing. Um, and so I just think that, that we met, we've lost a little of that variety of ways to play the game and we've lost. Uh, the ball moving and which is really sad in the in the tracer era. Hmm. And I think a little of that sucked a little of the soul out of it too. Yeah. It's a whole combo platter. There's no, there's no doubt about that. But I, but I, I would also say as, as bad as we make, maybe make it sound, uh, these things all could be remedied. Uh, they, they, I mean, we're not talking massive, massive changes. No, no, these no, no, no. Yeah. Things you tweak. And, um, but they're, the way the golf world is, they're stubborn and, and they listen too much to, 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 to guys who, who haven't given this a lot of thought big, uh, long, long term. And, you know, and you, you've spent time with tiger. I mean, that's one of the things that where I think he's gotten to an age now where he has a pretty good sense of these things. And, uh, you know, it'd be fun to hear him expand on a few of these, but, but the problem is for him, he's still competitive. And people will still say, oh, well, you're just, you just want those things to, uh, to win more. And I really don't think he's, maybe 10 years ago, he might've had those motives. I don't think he's that way now at all. No, because I think he can, he, he knows he could win no matter what, but, right. but, right. but for the most part though, guys do, you know, give you an opinion based on what's best for them. Of I course. mean, let's face it. I mean, that's just what human of nature course. and that's just what they do. Like all these guys that want all these opportunities. And that's one of the things I think is, is, you know, been wrong with the PJ tours, how, you know, they, too many players that are. 50 through a 150 they, they have too much of a voice i mean i i think that's my opinion i i you know i just i feel like that you know it it needs to be more top heavy which i was really uh, interested to see that uh they've got uh justin thomas rom and uh who uh, rory they're all on the the uh Tour, the path, yeah, the tour board or whatever i mean can, is there the, uh, has there been three the has there been three top yeah. players ever on there like that uh, no, they've worked hard to get them. And Spieth was on it until recently. I think he decided he needed to work on his game or something. But uh, he was involved for a few years. And yeah, they've been trying to get. They had they had Kuchar, which I don't think that went very well, <laughs> from what I've heard. Um, and so uh, he got replaced by those guys. And and I'd, I'd much rather uh, have Justin Thomas and John Rom. Uh, that they're they're, um, they're a little more sensible, I think, in in terms of bringing the the younger guy's view without um, being uh, totally 
selfish. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, um, hopefully, hopefully. We'll I mean, we'll Rob's see. really an impressive guy when you hear him. Speak. You're 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 into Rob. You like you know my uh, Tommy Armour's a good friend of mine, and we talk golf all the time. And he told me a couple years ago he played out at uh, McKenna before the uh, uh, Century Tournament of Champions. And he played with Rom a couple of days. And of course, Tommy, you know, comes with these, you know, predictions that he loves to predict. But he says this this guy's going to be number one in the world at, at some point, not in the not too distant future. He's so good, it's unbelievable. He's, he shot like yeah. 60, 60 or fifty nine, sixty on this in the Great Discovery Land property out there. But but he he's like so high on Rom, it's incredible. He needs to he needs to do a little more leaderboard watching though. Did you hear about what happened yesterday? You know, it kind of got lost. I'm going to do a blog post tonight about it. But um, he he thought he just had to two putt for birdie to force a playoff. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the caddy. I don't know who's to to blame for that one. I I got to go back and look. I'm trying to remember where the scoreboard was located, but he he did not uh, believe he needed to make eagle. Um, so that was a little bit of a buried lead that the caddy uh, dropped on him there when they were walking up uh, after the putt. Yeah. Um, that's one that's going to make him a little um, angry probably, but uh, his temper was, was uh, not in uh, evidence last week. So that no, was, exciting. was good. Yeah, it was um, good. But um, so yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's an immense talent and uh, you know, they, and then the other, I was not there, but <laughs> in the transcript after the round, he was asked about, uh, Kobe. Yeah. And he gave this beautiful answer and, you know, what an inspiration he was to me. I, you know, he's a big basketball fan, loves Kobe. And then somebody just came in with this, this dreadful rally killer question and he, and, and about going back to the golf and he went, really, really? Uh, no. <laughs> he just ended the thing. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, I yeah. love that, you know, he didn't just, he, he actually is, is in tune with the, with, with life that, you know, here he's just talking about this person. He's, he's gone. It's horrendous. Yeah. Uh, uh, really, you want to now? You want to go back to the round? It wasn't like he was mad about the round of golf. It was like he had a sense of class, as if really that's uh, that's pathetic that you would actually think that. Because yeah, we had Tiger's press gathering, and nobody even thought to ask a golf question. Yeah, was, yeah. What, what he um, and same with Fiend, all the guys who came, and um, they all did very nicely uh, under tough circumstances where they were. This was sprung on them as they're walking off the 18th green. So what uh you're you're out you're in you're you're uh you know a california guy i mean talk talk about kobe for a second i mean just give me your give me your thoughts i mean it's just a, it's it's just it's hard to just come to grasp with this whole thing i mean it's just amazing it's just uh it caught the whole you know country the world you know and uh as attention and it's just so incredibly sad i mean it's just like wow but what would give me give me your uh, uh, la yeah, thoughts here it is truly awful. Um, you know, I, I hate to, to bring it up, but when he started flying and commuting with a helicopter when he was still playing and it was something that everybody here, here just went, okay, uh, why? And, and, um, I mean, I'm not a fan of helicopters, so it, it's just one of those things where when you, when I heard it, I knew it immediately that, that what it was it, because I knew how much he loved to, to fly around in the, you know, to commute, uh, around our horrible traffic that way mm -hmm. um but uh you know it, it, it was an amazing he, he was such a complicated figure like tiger like a lot of the great ones because um and i'm not even referring to the uh, the, the you know the, the the other stuff with his trial and all that but just 
as a player, he had, there, there was a certain uh, love hate thing that, that, that you, you have that, you know, he was, he, he could be a bit of a ball hog. Uh, um, and yet he was like certain all time greats. You go, well, but he, but he hogged the ball because he was just better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and he really, and he, and he backed it up. Uh, he made those shots, you know, and, um, and that, and so it was just, he, 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 he was different than a lot of players that way. And so, I mean, I never, you never got tired of watching him and you, but you would get annoyed sometimes. And obviously teammates got annoyed and yet, uh, he delivered over and over again. And, and then he was obviously, he's obviously was a brilliant guy. He spoke languages, multiple languages. And he was, um, I think the saddest part of this is, you know, he had this beautiful family oh. and where he was going and his life. Yeah. And, it's just incomprehensible to think what what they're going through and um the 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 he he really felt like you know so few athletes have great post careers right, and right, right. He, ha- he had this wonderful thing where he just went away you know which bothers some people as you know and then his daughter rekindled the love of basketball and of course there's nothing wrong with going away you devote your life to something for that the way he did for the length of time he did, you kind of would, it speaks to actually what a quality human and being he was and, and how diverse his interests were that he, he said, you know, walked away and went, no, I'm going to have my family and I'm going to start some things and do some creative things. And, and then, you know, it's just heartbreaking that she really got him back clearly loving the game. I mean, that footage you watch of them is, sitting on the sidelines talking yeah. to her about that's the, the one game, i keep seeing over over and over again yeah you know and talking x's and o's and 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 i don't know if you've ever saw any footage of her I mean, she was she was tremendous and it's so that's just i mean it's hard for me uh to watch the coverage because it's uh, that that you just can't get past that yeah. so Boy. um he and he inspired a lot of athletes it was it was really kind of the same window uh, or his window of playing time for the golfers was, um, was, was really kind of their, their time as teenagers, a lot of them, uh, and, and looking to other athletes. So, um, and, and just, a just a brutal, uh, brutal, brutal thing. And, and, uh, you know, LA, uh, I, you just can't, yeah, the Dodgers and the Lakers are the biggest thing here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, football, <laughs> football teams, you can see if you go back and I'm not going to go into the Al Davis and Jordan frontier years and the, the kind of the mess we have now. And uh, maybe our big, big, beautiful stadium will, will remedy some of those messes, but we're, we're a Dodgers and Lakers town and, um, and, and our fan base gets a bad rap. Um, but our fan base is actually pretty, pretty great at being, being devoted. We, and, and, and then, and then also making it a great place for these athletes to live. Um, because I don't know, LA fans just don't, uh, they don't, um, I mean, we, we love them. We, we swear by them and, and, and we're, uh, loyal to our, our great athletes here, uh, for life. But we also, for some, I don't know, there's some sort of, maybe it's because Hollywood's here, but we don't, we don't quite live through them and, and, um, the way some markets do. So it's I, it's a it's a great place for athletes um, to live. It's why I won't be surprised if Tom Brady finishes his career here. Hmm. Um, 
they can they can have start to have, kind of have a life. It's also just because it's a big area. It's a big spread out city too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he he's you know top top three uh, all time you know in this city if not uh, arguably at the moment the the biggest and uh, I mean Magic and obviously Sandy Koufax and Drysdale now are kind of of a different generation and Kershaw and so. Um, it's it's just uh, it's going to be an interesting time in our yeah. in our city. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that was good stuff. I'll tell you what, this was a great conversation. I appreciate it, Jeff. It's always good to uh, talk to you. I always always enjoy it. Always learn something. Um, people need to go to your website, check it out, jeffshackelford.com. And then where, where do they find your podcast? Is on where can they find the the other podcasts you got going? And what about our we got we got something new going, don't we? Maybe. Yeah, I'm finally I'm finally getting there. I. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, our, our friend Jeremy, who hopefully is still listening at this point, will, uh, is, is, is going to help me with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, what are you, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to, I know you want to keep going here, but I, I mean, I'm loving the show, but are you still, uh, liking the, you know, the format and, and, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, only, my, I'll just tell you because, you know, you're, you're my, my only beef with your show as a listener is I would love a couple just uh, uh the occasional just quickie just 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 like dip in for for 10 minutes on something you see um yeah I, I, you know what I, i'd like to i'd like to do that too i, I think you know that's the it, it's the one thing about like uh podcasts i like people tend to go on and on and on and like you look at the like the really like pop- we have today yeah yeah <laughs> but you look at the like the really popular podcasts and these guys like you know, know like joe rogan and they talk for like an yeah. hour and a half or just like we're doing but but i, I i'm a I, i'm kind of uh, you know the, the same way you are i'm gonna start doing some some more of that just pop in and and, and pop out and and, and uh, you get, put some thoughts on stuff. Yeah, one shot you see on a telecast, or one moment on the third round, or whatever. I, you know, I know I, I would not be offended if I see on my pod feed uh, an alert that you know, oh, Hank's got a new show. It's only you know, it's just a, it's a quickie. It's a, it's an emergency pod or whatever. You well, want what do you think? It. Ten but, minutes, five, five minutes, twelve minutes. Well, what whatever it is that. Yeah. Well, whatever it is that you just want to, you saw something and you just wanted to talk about it and not wait till another show. I, I, I think that that's kind of been where I've struggled with where to go on these things. And I feel like that's kind of where there, there's a, there's still a need for, for that. I, I used to not like those kinds of things, but now I'm kind of thinking there might be a place for them. All right. Well, you usually got a good feel for it. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll definitely put that under consideration. And, uh, but, uh, I've always got so many questions to ask you. So yeah, it usually takes longer with you, but anyway, it was good stuff. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, I know everybody, right. everybody will enjoy it. And Jeff, uh, all the best, my friend. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Hank. All right, that was great stuff with uh, Jeff Shackelford. Uh, make sure you go to his website, jeffshackelford.com. You can uh, check out all the, the great articles they have, especially on this uh, World Golf Tour, Premier Golf League, uh, Tour de Force, whatever whatever they're going to call this thing. But this is uh, going to be interesting the next uh, few weeks, few months, whatever, uh, seeing where this goes and if there's any changes on the PGA Tour, do they coexist? Uh, what you know? What happens? It's uh, it's a big story that's out there uh, floating around. Uh, remember, you can call the podcast eight three three four two six five seven six three extension eight zero one. If you got a question, comment, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. You can send email questions in at hankhaneygolf at outlook dot com. And don't forget about sending in your golf swings if you've got a swing you want analyzed. 
yours, your friends, your wife's, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, whatever, your, your, your kids. I mean, anybody. Send it into golfschoolsathankhaney.com. One of my guys will analyze it, get back to you within 24 hours, absolutely free. And we'll give you a little idea what you can do to get better at the game. Appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. Make sure you click the follow button on your uh, iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be right there for you every day. We'll be back again tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.